I'm Frank, and I'm not a big fan of BJ's Wholesale Club super low gas prices. I don't trust things that low. Started in 92. Big office Christmas party. Come on, join the limbo line. Now I see a chiropractor. So, no, BJ's. I don't want super low gas prices. Okay, then. But if you'd like super low gas prices and a $40 digital BJ's gift card, join the new BJ's Wholesale Club. Opening soon in New Albany. Visit BJ's.com slash New Albany or the BJ's Membership Center on North Hamilton Road. Limited time offer, new members only. Donica Strange Riscano, author, speaker, and community leader, comes to you today with Recapture, the weekly program that gives a biblical perspective on living a Christ-centered life as you walk through your recovery journey. Our focus is providing healing for the family with love, knowledge, forgiveness, and information. These are all poets' words, words that are heard and repeated many times, words that are prolonged and remembered over time, words that can have an impact on you if you take the time to listen. Let it glisten so you don't be reminiscing, wishing you had listened. When the time comes for you to make that decision, it's words that'll have you twisted, flicted. You'll be more than deformed because you can't choose between what's right and what's wrong are you listening it's a song that plays in your head but really it's all hype words that are lies and when you choose to believe the hype and make the wrong decision sometimes you'll feel like little Wayne so you feel like dying but stop whining because there are brighter days I know this because I felt this way are you listening I've been down in the depths and I've been on top of the world my emotions have taken many swirls swirls and whirls but still when I think about it, the good outweigh the bad. And that's why I'm glad to still be living. And I know most people wouldn't be willing to go through what I've been through and still remain strong. But I know the only thing that has kept me strong is my poems and my prolonged words that I follow to this day. Are you listening? Because your show was listening when it was down and you, drowning you in negativity only because they saw what you was bound to do. Are you listening? So I stay on top of the world, even when I'm mad, even when everything's gone bad, I can still say I'm strong. Because I listen to my own words when nobody else would listen. Because I had to teach myself what to be feeling. Are you listening? Because the depths, they're deep, they're grimy, they're dirty. And when you're down, it's sometimes hard to breathe. But when you're on top of the world, it's fresh, it's clean, it ain't ever hard to breathe. Are you listening? And that's what made me realize a lot of things. And just as I'm reciting this poem, more and more things were unveiled to me. So listen to my song. I'm singing. Because I'm a bird that has wings. Come fly with me. Let's both be free. Let there be no limits to our breathing. Are you listening? Listen to the words of a mountain moving, positive power of energy. Listen to these poets' words. These words can help you like they help me, because words are powerful things. Are you listening? Ooh, Essence. This is Recapture. I am Donica, your host, and that was On Fire Essence Monet. Our moderator this morning on Recapture. Yes, you're on the right radio dial. <laughs> we decided just to switch it up, and my daughter is a poet. She is a spoken word artist. That poem, Are You Listening?, is my favorite poem because she wrote it when she was 12 years old, and it was the first poem that I heard my daughter speak in public. So she had to get prepared. She was in a girl's group oh, and yeah. they 
had to uh, do their own poetry in the other little girls they <laughs> came and did their poems and roses are red and violets are blue and Essence got up there and just spoke a poem that was well beyond her 12 years and so today on Recapture we're going to be talking about something a little bit off the beaten path but our hearts as a I'm just going to say as an African American Christian woman today mm-hmm. are you listening so mm-hmm. every week we we kind of do a recap. I want to say thank you. Snap, snap. If we was in a poetry shop, we'd do our snapping our fingers. Snap, snap. We would clap. Yes, you're on the right radio station. Um, this is Recapture. I want to say thank you for that. So, no, so, no. so, so proud of you, hun. Oh, thank thanks. you for sharing on this morning. We always do a recap. And so last week we did our Diamond Table Talk because, yes, we represent the Patricia Ann Strange Diamond Celebration. We represent the life and legacy of Patricia Ann Strange. To learn more about our work in the recovery community, to read my mom's story, go to our website, www.psdiamondcelebration.com. We talked about mental health issues on last week. If you did not get an opportunity to get the full breadth of what we shared, uh, mental health issues, the Bible view on mental health, go and subscribe to our our podcast, uh, Recapture. You can get that that podcast through the KKHT.com website. Go to Programs and then uh, click Podcast, and there we are, Essence and and, uh, Donica and so listen to last week, but subscribe and listen to all the programs that we have available to you. And so we always do our recap and we always talk about what's going on in the news. And for the last several weeks, what's been going on in the news is what's been going on right now. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about the debate. We're talking about the election. But I wanted to do something different. The news we're going to share right now is the good news. Amen. Amen. And so the scripture we're going to read, John three sixteen and 17, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Can I get an amen and an amen? amen and so with amen. everything that's going on in the news, it's almost like it's repeating. I, I really don't know how to have 24-hour news because it's always repeat news, same thing over and over again right. every week. But this good news is eternal. And I thank God for it that Jesus came so that we could be saved. And that's the good news for today. And um, we're going to be talking a little bit today mm. I, I will share a story with you oh here we go <laughs> yes here we go I'm going to share a story with you so that you can know my heart as an African American Christian woman in 2000 I was in my mid 20s I was a, a young wife with two children I lived in the inner city with my husband we actually was we uh, had traveled out of town to for a work assignment and when we came back it was fall uh, and we lived with my mom. We lived in the inner city, my mom's apartment with her. It was the 2000 uh, election cycle, and uh, George Bush was the governor of Texas, and he was running against uh, the vice president, Al Gore, for the presidency of the United States. And everyone in my family, <laughs> they knew that I supported George Bush. But they were not pleased. I was having many conversations with my family members. I was getting 
angry phone calls, having the real heated <laughs> conversations with my family Were members. You really? Yes, yes, oh, wow. because I was going to be voting for as an African American woman. I was going to be voting for George Bush, yeah. and the people was letting me have it. Well, I, I supported George Bush because he believed in school choice. Mm-hmm. He was uh, pro life and pro family, and those were the things. And plus, he was he was from Texas, and he and I heard a Democrat person. They said we like him, we'll go out with him or anything, but we don't agree with his policy. So it wasn't like it was like person, you know yeah. bi- bipartisan support. Even if they didn't agree with his policy, they liked him. So I liked those things about President George Bush. I was going to vote for him. And my whole family knew it, and they were not in agreement. All the people that was getting mad at me, they they didn't vote themselves. So I said, "Okay, I'm voting for the whole family." Since y'all talking trash, I'm I'm voting for the <laughs> I'm voting for George Bush, and they weren't voting for anyone. And as the evening goes uh, on the election night, I was taking an evening walk. It was kind of cool outside. I went out for a walk. It was dark, dark outside. And I'm telling you guys this story for a reason. Um, it was dark outside, and then uh, my husband went with me to the track. We went to the local high school, and they had a track, and I was walking the track, and he sat in the car. He was listening to talk radio. And when I got back in the car, he said, babe, it's not looking good, even though maybe he didn't necessarily support the candidate I supported, but it was important to me, so it was important to him. When I got in the house, my mom said the same thing. Uh, he's losing. This is the goodness truth. Goodness truth. We were watching the election results in 2000. And um, I know the story. That's why I'm laughing so yes. much. So, <laughs> yes. So they said, Florida goes to Al Gore. I immediately bust out crying. Oh, my gosh. I went to the bathroom. I prayed. God. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was sad because my candidate was losing. When I came out of the restroom, and so I'm, I'm saying this with a pure heart, and I'm saying this in terms of not making an assumption of who you think I am. When I came out of the bathroom, guess what happened? They said, too close to call. They took Florida back. They said, too close to call. And we know the story. Ultimately, all the counting the chads and all that ultimately um, the Supreme Court stopped the counting, and George Bush became the president of the United States. And I always tell I always tell my family, it's because I went to the bathroom and I prayed. And they they all know in my family. They say, <laughs> I'm gonna tell this story, and because oh, I prayed. And so today we're 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 talking a little bit, being a little bit political, yeah. because we're a couple of weeks away from the election, and as a African American woman. I feel a little bit heavy in my heart. I feel like there's no party for me. Yeah. The Democrats take black people for granted. And the Republican Party, they don't um they don't woo us. They don't Oh yeah. And that, before you really get into that, I was um whenever you talk about that story, I think it's so interesting that that you know, maybe your prayer did work for President Bush to become president because there's only been five cases um, thus far in history where the um, the candidate who became president was not elected by the popular vote where the Electoral College went against uh, the popular vote. And um, Al Gore versus Bush in 2000 was one. Um, and then in 2016 with um, Clinton and President Trump, that was another instance. And the other instances were like in the 1800s, like a long time ago. So I think it's particularly interesting that 
um, these two scenarios happen so close together um, in comparison to the other situation that were, you know, decades ago. Yes, and I, I even can think of essence when you were going to college, when you graduated from high school, when I say that the people didn't, you know, the Re- Republican Party, they don't woo black people. They don't embrace them. They're not trying to grow the African-American base, even though African-American people, I'm just being, you know, statistically or uh we go to church. We love God. We have faith. Ninety-six percent of black people are going to vote for the Democratic candidate. And so when you were in high school, my daughter is a, a smart girl. She graduated. I used to be, at least. Mm-hmm. She graduated <laughs> in the top 10 percent of her class in high school. So that meant that she could go to just about any school in Texas that she wanted to. Public school, yeah. Yeah, pub, yeah. so she was being, you know, uh, she was not being wooed by colleges. I remember one, she was being some colleges one school just sent a paper in the mail congratulations you're in but another college the school that she ultimately chose uh texas a&m they had us coming to the campus they had many several events like little brunch and stuff like that um they had like um uh, took us to dave and busters a few um other people who had got accepted that year so it was like activities leading up to it was like hey and then there was the scholarships <laughs> of course you know the big thing um so so i get what you're saying there was actually effort um yes to to come to come uh for me to ultimately to, to decide there and I, and I remember and i don't know if you you know about this um but one time there because there's like a local office for recruiters and everything and it was an event happening and I don't know what was going on I, maybe you were at work or something because when it was scheduled I was like oh I can't come I don't have a way to get there they came to pick me up mm-hmm. from from you know the house to, mm-hmm. to bring me to the event and I actually saw that recruiter all these years later because um, right now I'm uh, going to take some classes and I saw him on campus at a local community college I said hey how you doing and it, hey you remember me I said Yep, Reese Cano. Yep, I remember you. And I was like, Nah, you don't really remember me. And he was like, Yeah, I do. And he quoted, he told me the street, you know, our street name that we live on. I was like, Whoa! And so those that was like kind of, you know, these people that when they're really seeking you out, that mm-hmm. it is making an impact and lasting long. And it wasn't an issue where, as a Democrat, just being taken for granted, mm-hmm. and as a Republican, not even being embraced at all. So for this election cycle, yes, we talk about recovery. We support women on their journey. But this election cycle has been a very heavy place for me. And I, I would say that we have the—I would say, as a person who's going to be voting— I'm going to be voting. How did it to me? I feel like how did this happen? We're just talking. We're doing our let's chat, chatting. Yeah. Yes, let's get political. How did this happen in terms of everything that I would look at for one party? Yes, the pro-life, the pro-family. Uh, they believe in the things that I believe in, but there's such on as me as an individual on such an opposite spectrum mm-hmm. from represent. You know, representing me in terms of being supporting systemic or system a system of racism, Mm -hmm. and not and not even and I would say I I heard a conservative pastor. He said, "Of course, Black Lives Matter," but he laughed at the end, and it took all the seriousness away from his. It's almost like I gotta say it, but chuckle. And so that's that's where we are. Let's let's get political. What I would say is sometimes when my husband tells me, unlock yourself. (laughs) 
um, un, unlock yourself, be open to, because somebody wants to have a voice. I know what the party stands for. I know what both parties stands for. I, I, have you read the platforms? I, I've read the platforms, and it's like some of the information is very shocking, but as an African-American person, I'm just going to dive right into what I want to say. As an African-American person, we always have people that say, do you know what the Black Lives Matter movement mean? Some people don't. I Well, I do. And so when... Yes, but if you are not in support of the Black Lives Matter movement, when you are trying to share information with someone as an African-American, I would say that this radio station is probably diverse, has a diverse listening audience. If you're a person that is trying to get an understanding of another group and you're saying, but you know, the Black Lives Matter movement, they represent this, then I'm going to say, what is your solution? Have you stood in the gap? Have you stood in the ground? Are you running? What is your church's position on what's going on and not just saying I heard a, a pastor's message he said so that let's if we're going to say what would you do number wow. one I would say number one have compassion for the other person the other person that you've never experienced what they went through and don't just generally okay. have compassion for the other person in their view have a listening ear bring solutions because I have a lot of people that say the black lives matter this and I I've read the platform I I don't support that platform, but I understand the message of people that are saying, hey, not the one that you're going to say, well, they they was running from the police. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the the kid who's 12 years old gets shot because he got a kid, a toy gun, really. You know, so have compassion for the people. Have a listening ear. Bring solutions. So when you have a national platform, an international platform, and you go and say to the people, I'm thinking about someone very specific. I'm not going to say their name. <laughs> they got on and just Shots ripped fired. that platform apart. But what are your solutions? I know that you are doing these certain things in the community. You've been a staple in the Christian faith for 40, 50, 60 years but if you don't come with a solution, then the people are not going to be taken seriously. And I would say one other thing that I feel about that in terms of um, one, everybody's saying Black Lives Matter. You're against, you're against that platform, but you're always speaking on it. Don't just have your own platform. Right. That that bring your solu- bring your solution. Have your compassion. Have your understanding. Bring an answer, and then nobody won't have to be talking about Black Lives Matter. They talking about what you're doing. Hello. You don't see me on the radio, but I'm shaking my head. So if you have a platform and you have a solution, you you don't have to talk about what somebody else is doing with their platform. And Mm -hmm. and and the next thing is at the end. I want to the scripture that I told you about. I want you to say that at the end for the tip for the journey. And uh, when you bring your solution and you bring your platform what is the church doing as a whole, as a Christian community, as a whole, uh, to stand up and say, I, I was going to reiterate that I listened to a pastor and he was saying to people, and I know this is not you, but this is for someone that you may know, some neighbor down the street, someone around the corner, you saw it on TV. The person said, don't be prejudiced. Don't discriminate. And we got to be having a hard conversation. Don't be a racist. If you think that you are better than someone else, 
that your group or your class is better than someone else, that's racist. And we have to call out the ugly things in the body of Christ. Because as a person who supports recovery, that supports change lives, supports people seeing someone on a new journey, where where were you when you walked down the aisle and you shook the pastor's hand? You may have not been on drugs, maybe not been an alcoholic, you may not be in committing adultery or fornication, but we all need a we all need a savior, and so we have to have hard conversations that says racism does not have a place in the body of Christ, and so as an African American Christian woman, that's my hard conversation that I'm having with you as a conservative black person, mm-hmm. as a person like ah she probably a Democrat in way you don't know that. Yeah, so as a person a of faith, yes, as a conservative person, I'm in a hard place. I've always been. So there I go, representing the party, having that one time stood up for me. Now, I will tell you, I never tell oh, my God, what? I was on the radio. Oh, I'm not supposed to be on the radio telling people my political affiliation. But I will tell oh, you wow. that that I got mail from a certain group I've oh. never signed. I've never signed up. Wait, see, see. To I've never signed up saying that I'm a person of that party. Right. So how you know how I vote if you send me that paper? Well, see, no. Okay, so that's that's what I was telling. Actually, we were actually having this conversation a couple of weeks ago. Where you say the Republican Party, like in general, does not really solicit the black vote and thing like that, things like that. Well, for me, that's that's not the case. I'm. I'm I believe in certain amendments and things like that. And so, you know, I was signed support petitions and things like that. So I'm assuming that's how my information gets wrapped up. But I I got some mail from um, a Republican candidate and it was a handwritten note and they sent a couple different things and um, people from their um their camp gave me a call on several different occasions. I did not know that. Yes, but the Democratic Party, they just sending me text messages. So now the party is really saying, hey, doing a whole bunch of stuff because I got a handwritten note versus an automated text message. I, I'm a business person. I know you can send out a thousand text messages real quick and easy, you know. And so for somebody to send me a handwritten note, that's a little bit more effort um, just on that side note. So I want to go over uh, what we we talked about as an African-American Christian person. uh, People are already voting. Mm -hmm. Um, And we live in Harris County. It's like phenomenal the amount of people already voted. And so I gave you my own particular heart in terms of, um, I'm going to say what my husband said, unlock yourself. Have compassion, have a listening ear, bring solutions, but also pray. Pray for this country as a whole. Uh, Either way. You know, I've I've heard on the on you know on the news and everything like that. Either way, someone is not going to be happy, and so we have to pray for this country and know that this is for all of us to be in in this as a united body. And I think it's the job of the church, which I don't think we really are doing a good job at it. But let's be open minded and let's come together because that's what we do here at Recapture. We give you a voice. We bring a, a dialogue and a conversation that maybe you hadn't thought about. Mm-hmm. You hadn't thought about someone being on drugs. Or, but we're bringing, to, we're bringing light to dark places so that if you're experiencing someone in your life that has an addiction issue, if you're a child that had a parent in addiction or you know someone, you just want a better understanding. So let's bring light to dark, dark places. We're casting down the spirit of racism. Okay. Yes, we are. Amen. Well, thank you so much, Mom. That that was you was just on it. I, I mean, I couldn't get a word in. I know better than try to 
cut off cut off a woman while she's having her spill. Um, we we have you know differing views on so many things, and you did raise me in a Christian conservative manner, and a lot of those values hold true to me even today. Um, but we still you know we have a different differing appearance on some stuff, but that's okay. Um, I stand for something or you'll fall for anything is what they say and you're very firm in how you um in your opinions and things like that so thank you for sharing i'm so proud of you um and not being afraid and we're going to close out here with our tip for the journey coming from matthew 25 40 through 45 the king will reply truly i tell you whatever you do for one of these one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine you did for me then he will call to those on his left depart from me you who are cursed into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me nothing to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not invite me in. I needed clothes, and you did not clothe me. I was sick and in prison, and you did not look after me. They also will answer, Lord, when did when did we see you hungry or thirsty, or a stranger, and or needing clothing, or sick or in prison, and did not help you? He will reply, truly, I tell you. Whatever you did not do for one of the least of these, you did not do for me. Thank you for joining us on this week's broadcast. My prayer is that you continue to grow, find peace, forgiveness, knowledge, and information. To learn more or connect with us, visit our website at the PSDiamondCelebration.com. Until next time.